Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. And how was your day? Greetings. Welcome inside the New York Jets Super Bowl preview show. We're not doing this. I'm the host, Jason Smith. You're the host, Sam Darnold. And we're going to take I don't even get to keep my name now? No. Just like that, I've been excised? You're Sam Darnold. I see you. I see you, but I'm just seeing Sam Darnold. Well, big voice guy cut Darnold. me out, so he he was. You're just following his lead. Well, I, I told him I said, listen, can you put in the Sam Darnold show? Here's Sam Darnold, and it, I, I think some stuff got misconstrued a little bit. You want to send Marvin Harrison and his bat after me while we're at it too? <laughs> I just got robbed by my landlord, Marvin. I just got robbed by my landlord, Marvin. Do you come on my land down under? That's what we've been celebrating for 24 plus hours today. 
Well, a veritable Christmas day. Presents all around, including some surprise, a lot of trades, and including one right at the end of the first round. And we won't even talk that there's a Game 7 on the books for Saturday blah, in the blah, NBA. Blah, 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 and Giannis blah, blah, showed blah, blah, up blah, just blah, like blah, you blah. wanted to. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. a freak on Whatever. the court. Now, a freak in the bed. But it doesn't matter. I don't even have time for the Mets today. Well, they I lost. No they time lost, so obviously you have no time for them. The Mets suck. Just like that. But it doesn't matter. Because the NFL draft is in the books, and oh my, what an exciting first 32 picks. We're live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info, visit geico.com. And we're going to periscope the first few minutes of the show here, at least the first half hour. Let's go to Fox Sports Radio on Twitter, at Fox Sports Radio. You can watch right now. Am I wearing a Sam Darnold Jets jersey? You should have had one flown in. Should have had one flown in, just like Frank Langella had one ready on the plane for Bo Callahan. (laughs) You should have been that guy. But in a draft that saw it begin with Baker Mayfield to the Cleveland Browns and finish with Lamar Jackson to the Baltimore Ravens, make no mistake about it, the Jets got the best quarterback in the NFL draft. This is the third year in a row where the best overall, quote, player falls to them. And I told you it was going to happen. I told you earlier in the week, the Browns are not going to take Sam Darnold. All the stuff we heard it was Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. The Giants couldn't go away from Saquon Barkley because they had put all their chips in that Barkley's going to be our guy. And we love him. He's a once-in-a-lifetime prospect. They would have looked awful if they go back on and say, oh, but, you know, Darnold's there, so we're going to take him. So I knew. I knew. And now I feel like everything is possible. A Super Bowl is possible because the Jets at number three got that franchise quarterback. With the third pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select Sam Darnold, quarterback USC. I was a fool. I was on Twitter just typing Sam over and over like in Ghost when Patrick Swayze is trying to tell Carl they're coming to kill you, Carl. And just typing Sam, 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 Sam. And I, you I, got some demons working there, buddy. Oh, my God. Well, well, I'm a Jets fan. It's a sure, lot of demons. No, there's a lot to exercise there. But this is so incredibly exciting because this shows you what a team has when they have a quarterback. They have hope for high expectations. If you're trying to get by with a guy, you don't have the hope. The Cardinals feel the same way right now. The Browns feel the same way right now. The Bills feel the same way right now. All teams have got, hey, we feel great about what we did, and now we got one of these top prospects. And let's be honest, Sam Darnold was the best quarterback and is the best quarterback in the draft. What do you say about him? Oh, he throws a lot of picks. Oh, that's it? He, he, he throws a lot of picks? You know what? Matt Ryan led the nation in interceptions his final year at Boston College. Sure. You're, you're, I feel that teams talked themselves out of Sam Darnold because he wasn't the shiny new toy. If he could have gone in the draft a year ago, he would have been number one, and they would have said, great. But he wasn't the shiny new toy this year. Baker Mayfield was, and so the Browns talked themselves into Mayfield or Josh Allen when clearly, when you put them all ahead, all next to each other, least concerns, highest ceiling, Sam Darnold's that guy, and the Jets got him, and I, I, I it's like we got Flash Gordon. Wow, he was the quarterback for the New York Jets. Go back to 1980 and <laughs> the Flash Gordon movie. Max von Sydow as Ming the Merciless. Uh, Sam J. Jones, of course, you know him uh, from Seth MacFarlane's work with Ted and Ted too. But the fact is, when you, you look at the top of the board, Baker Mayfield, right, you, you say he's the shiny new toy. With Darnold, people that b- bothered to go a little bit deeper, you lost some top-notch 
wide receiver options. You had some really bad offensive line play. There was a lot going on there at USC. I, I think the fumbles are a bit concerning, but again, you're not ex- going to have him running for his life perhaps as often as he did here. With Josh Rosen, he would be the other guy that you'd put up there in terms of the aptitude and the physical ability and everything in terms of running the game, but certainly there are teams, as we know, that had concerns about his outspokenness, concussions, injury issues, etc. Again, looking around the whole of what UCLA had in the cupboard for him to work with as well, mm-hmm. you know, as, as much as you've got a couple of outstanding pieces that get drafted here, there was still an awful lot of holes in that team as well. What was interesting to me, though, is that number two with Saquon Barkley, as much as the Giants had gone all in verbally and Pat Shermer talking about Eli Manning and everybody pushing in saying, hey, Eli's the guy going forward, I still thought there might be that hesitation. We saw that there were hot rumors that Denver was going to trade up to get into the number two, and when I did my throw a dart at a board mock draft. <laughs> I had Barkley actually ending up in Denver yeah. and that the quarterbacks would go one, two, three, and, and that Darnold would have been a giant for the fact that you're spending an awful lot of money on a rookie running back. You've got others as much as everybody wants to say he's a transcendent figure. You've got other running backs that are very capable. Mm-hmm. We saw two others go in the first round. In the second, the maybe three or four more. I'm feeling good about my bowl yeah, yeah. from last night when I said by the end of round two, six running backs will be taken. We're halfway there. Yeah, I think we're going to get the over out of that. But Gettleman really makes a big statement here about the other quarterbacks not named Baker Mayfield. Right, the guys that were still on the board for him to choose, going, I'll take the 37-year-old guy that throws a ton of picks, maybe well beyond his best years, and I'm going to take this running back. That That's a big, bold statement right there at number two that I think got pushed away because everybody goes, oh, look at Saquon Barkley, yeah. and they got all excited. And hey, congratulations to him. He's a new dad. Very cool week for him. But I'm still going, you need that quarterback now. This was supposed to be the year for all the quarterback prospects. And you said, you know what? I'll take a running back. I'm still a little confused by what Dave Gettleman had to do there. Yeah, because I'll tell you what scared me the most. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, Fox Sports Radio, Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, was as the day went on today, I knew that Sam Darnold was out of the mix at number one. for the Well, Jets. you saw I the know, betting odds yeah, the, very early this morning. Yeah, I was like, oh, so Darnold is not happening. No, the shift in the money line was absolutely immense. But my big thought as the day wore on is the surprise could be at number two because you have to realize there's a game within a game. And the Giants are sitting there at number two, and they love Saquon Barkley. Right, And you saw them after the draft say incredible that Gettleman said he's we haven't seen a prospect like him in 30 years. Well, but they let's tweeted just, out immediately yeah, the just, Sonny yeah. Weaver. Yeah. Take take Saquon let's, Barkley no matter yeah. what from their let's official just, Twitter account. Yeah, you know why? Because they want to tell you and they want to tell their fans we had no choice but to take Saquon Barkley because the guy is just that good. If he was the best prospect in 30 years, he would have gone number one overall. It doesn't matter what quarterback is coming yeah, out. I was going to say, the but Browns the Giants, had two, two picks there. They should have just gone that way, right? The Giants are doing what they have to do because they just potentially handed a quarterback who can dominate the New York market to their crosstown rivals on a platter and said, here, you take Sam Darnold. And so if Sam Darnold turns into a superstar, do you realize what that war is going to be like in New York? The Giants have never fought a war where they are the 
second most popular team in New York. They even when the Jets went to back to back AFC title games in in 2010 2011, it's still a Giants. Well, town. you know he needs the to Gi- win for yeah, a long, long time yeah. before that flips. But you potentially have done that. And if that happens, because look, and Eli stinks, it's what are we doing? Yeah, but look and at you, it, Lob City seeded, here for a number of years while the Lakers seeded, sucked. Yeah, but and it nothing flipped. New York is different. <laughs> New York is different because the the Jets and the Giants, all the teams, they fight each other for relevancy. The Mets and the Yankees. For, why did the Mets sign Tim Tebow? Just so they can say, hey, we have something the Yankees don't. And then the Yankees go, well, we're going to sign Russell Wilson if you're going to sign Tim Tebow. <laughs> it's that game within a game, and that's what I was worried about. The Giants were going to say, you know what, we can't have. The Jets get Sam Darnold. Sure. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to take Darnold, or that's where we go, hey, we don't need as much Buffalo if you want to move up for Sam Darnold or whoever else wanted to come in. That's what I was really worried about because now you're seeing the Giants' PR plan already. Saquon Barkley had the glowing gut. No one is gushing about their guy more than the Giants are about Saquon Barkley because they're the only team that didn't take a quarterback. That's a really big deal that a team that has an aging quarterback that really is not very good decided, nope, we are not going to do that. And that's why I got scared. But as soon as it came up, Barkley... That was it. I knew. I said, oh, my God, we're going to get Sam Darnold. And, like, my head, for five minutes, I just went, my first thought was, okay, how are we going to screw this up? Because we're the Jets. Right? Like, what what, what are we going to do? We're going to take Rosen. We're going to take, you know, we're going to take Josh out, whatever it is. But then I thought, no, it's Sam Darnold. Because the Jets knew last week they had a real shot at him. They hadn't scheduled a visit with Sam Darnold. And then when they realized, hey, he may not go number one, just under the wire, they schedule a visit with him. Because right. the only reason they didn't bring him in is because they said, well, he's not going to be there at three, and you're not going to spend time with guys who aren't going to be there. But they realize, wait, the Browns are going to do something crazy, so they bring Darnold in, go through everything with him, they love him, he becomes the guy. Now it's okay, if Mayfield is there, we love him. If Darnold's there, we like him too. And Darnold was there, and I realized, we're going to get him. We're going to get a guy who's the best quarterback in college football. And sit back. We're not getting a guy who projects to be decent, maybe like Mark Sanchez. We're not getting a guy in free agency that maybe can be good like Kirk Cousins. We're not getting a get-by guy. We're not getting a guy in the second round that maybe can develop into a starter. We're getting the best quarterback in college football. And I thought my head was going to explode because it doesn't happen to me. No, I was just, I was fearful for your health in it that moment. It doesn't happen to the Jets. That maybe your heart rate was going to happen. Oh, my you know, God. Get, get to an explosive rate that maybe you were going to drop, maybe pass out from the excitement, the euphoria, that it would hit you just over the head. And, and as I was watching the coverage, right, you know, you got all the monitors up and you're you're trying to be apprised of how everybody's covering this because, right, it's a new world order. Fox with their first foray, a brilliant effort tonight in the NFL draft coverage, but you're also comparing it to everybody else, and you see all the montages of Jets quarterbacks past. Uh, yeah. How about that? That man, It's like walking it by th- a graveyard. No, it wasn't good. It was, you know, the tombstones <laughs> were there. I remember that. I but, remember that guy. I remember him. But waiting on the Giants, <laughs> the, that was the anticipation moment, though. Like, I'm walking, you know, like the the caged caged uh, Darth Maul, right, when he's waiting for the the lights to go down so he can go and go after uh, Liam Neeson. Liam, and Liam Neeson, Neeson is, and, is meditating. Yes. Yeah, he's sitting there yeah. kneeling, whatever, but the waiting. And, and the same thing for the Giants picks. Like, does Denver make the trade? If not, do they stick with the running back? Or do they, they go the other way, take Darnold, and then now you're on the clock with either Rosen or Allen or whomever you want, and then I could watch your head explode for a million other reasons. So, like, either way, it, it was all eyes on you, and you should have been periscoping uh, your reaction. It was. Because I think it would have been great theater. I, you know, I actually thought about doing it, but then I thought, what if something happens? What if I curse? 
What if I say something and what I, if you, you know, curse your human? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't want that out. That's you might have had a Michael Rappaport moment. Who is this guy? And here's here's a guy. No, because I'm on the radio and I talk for a living. You know, I, I can't be that guy. Why? You can have an excited I, I utterance. It no, happens. I, well, honestly. Honestly. I've heard you at games. I've yeah. seen you in action. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen you in the studio. Yeah. There's a couple of times where you've run out of the studio after a familiar blown save or or something that's gone awry. True. Well, we've worried about your your stability, and maybe you've uttered a couple of key phrases that really are not safe for work. And we, we've protected you. If I would have done that, yeah. if, if I would have done it, I I think it all went out the window when I saw... Draft coverage talking about Sam Darnold's family after he got taken by the Jets. Yeah, he was at USC, but before he was at USC, Dick Hammer, his grandfather, USC basketball Olympian in volleyball. His grandpa's name was Dick Hammer. It's a legendary the, name. And he was You're also, not forgetting him, are you? He no. was also the Marlboro Man in the 70s. The Marlboro. Now, that the Marlboro Man's name is Dick Hammer, doesn't that make sense? Really? Dick Hammer. I mean, really. I really? mean, that's. But I mean, it's it was a family affair, right? Because his mom sure. did a bunch of bunch of media with him this week as well. And then, well, Dick Hammer. Dick Hammer, that's all you need. I mean, I mean really. not to be confused with legendary hurler Dick Pohl. No, or or Dick Poop. Yes. From the Oscars a couple Correct. years ago. Yes. Yeah. No, let's let's get all the names. But I mean, once you hear the name, once you hear Dick Hammer on television, you go, oh, it I, makes well, everybody I, I, I sit care. up and take notice. I don't care who goes fourth. You can cancel the draft. What are you talking about? We got everything we needed in those what? top three picks. Oh, I, I laughed. I turned to the kids, right? Getting their the dinner and everything before the events of the evening and practice and an open house and looked and said, all right, I got a whole show out of these first two picks. Let's go. Mm. <laughs> 877-99 on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. Dick Hammer. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So Josh Rosen sat down with Fox Sports Radio on our draft show earlier tonight to talk basically everything. It's like the guy decided to sit down and say, I'm going to talk openly, honestly, and I got a chip on my shoulder. Here's where he was asked about his health. Obviously, his concerns for a couple of concussions. He wasn't on the field a lot. And here was Josh Rosen's answer to that. I tried to stay away from calling people up before the draft, but it's after the draft, so why not? Sam played a year and a half. I was healthy for a year and a half. And then I got hurt, and then all that stuff after. Who knows if he played another game, he wouldn't have been in the same situation sure. I've been. I love that. You know what? Uh, yeah, I really don't want to call people. But you know what it's after the draft? Blanket. You know, Sam played a year and a half. Well, but that, played a year but and that's a just half. it. Same city, so everybody's making the comparison. It's not that he's going, because immediately this became the, wow, he really doesn't like Sam Darnold. It's like, no, that's the guy that, that's the comp, right? It's the, yeah. everything you go through, you're same trying city, to buy a house, you're doing time. all sure. that. It's like, they're in the media coverage together. So that's the comp. So he just wants to go, let's go apples to apples and look at our resumes and let's get after it. And and I've, I've always enjoyed the candor of Rosen. That's the one guy in this entire process. You have no, no questions about where he stands on anything. Baker Mayfield, to a to a certain extent, would come in on the metal stand in the silver position. But Josh Rosen, uh, I, I love the the candor. 
There's no question. But I can understand why it would scare front offices. And that, really, that's my big concern about him is the injuries. Because he's been hurt so mm-hmm. much, he's had two concussions. You're more susceptible to concussions the more you play. That's the big concern for me. But for teams, it's about Josh Rosen not fitting into the box that they want their quarterbacks to fit into. They don't want quarterbacks to speak their mind. They want them to give canned answers and be good teammates. When Josh Rosen was asked about that criticism of him, Listen to this answer Rosen gave because he's 100% right. You're getting a new kind of kid coming up um, and playing professional football. And uh, this kind of well-rounded human, it's not going away in the coming years. Uh, So, uh, I mean, even the NFL with social media is starting to accept it and encourage us to use it. They're sending us stuff to post. Um, so uh, it's you've got a clash of, of, of a lot of a lot of young guys um, coming up and making money super quickly. Uh, it's not like in any other career, and you got a lot of a lot of older guys from different generation trying to govern those people. So there's going to be a little clash, but I think people there are a lot of people in this draft that are a lot like me, but they've been uh, encouraged to keep it quiet. It's going to come out at some point, um, and in time, people are going to be themselves. Smart dude. I mean, I, that's, I dig that's, that answer. That's the kind of question where you go, "Well, you don't you you get an answer like that from someone who's a lot older that understands is trying to explain to you the way of the world." But here's Josh Rosen explaining that this is now the new norm. It's like trying to halt progress, and we say it's just not going to happen. Whether it's legalizing drugs, the fight to oh, we can't legalize drugs, but that's the way the world is going. Uh, acceptance for homosexuality, people can fight against it, but. We're accepting of it, and that's the way the world is going. Now, obviously, it's different because this is football, but the way people want to fight and personalities and personnel people want to fight against quarterbacks is saying, we don't want you to talk. And I'm not saying it's got to be sexual or, or, or political. I just mean, hey, we have an outspoken quarterback, and they don't want that. They want their quarterbacks to be guys who are going to be good teammates and are going to you know, give the right answers, be a little robotic, and not be a bulletin board guy and not mm-hmm. be, quote, a free spirit because they want their quarterbacks to be that way. But that's not going to happen anymore because Josh Rosen is right. This is the new breed of player coming in right now, and he's the guy leading the charge. Other quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers are going to come in very outspoken. Not guys that talk trash, but guys like Rosen who are going to say, you know what, just because I'm a football player doesn't mean I can't really get into how we're killing the environment or something, whatever it's going to be. I'm going to be allowed to say that. You know, with social media now, and even referenced it, we're being asked about our – interest and what we like. Aaron Rodgers is the same kind of guy. Aaron Rodgers talks about a whole bunch of different kinds of crazy stuff. Nobody says, oh, Aaron Rodgers is not doing well, but he's right. This is the way the world is going. The young people coming up right now are not going to be beholden. Just because you want me to be this way, I'm going to be the opposite because I like to talk and it's going to be on the teams to say we have to realize how to deal with the new player because the players aren't going to change so we have to change that's a huge thing when Josh Rosen said that I was I was locked in on everything about him at that moment that was such an incredible answer for a question I I couldn't get over it be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern 8 p.m. Pacific Reports of Josh Allen's Twitter account started to go viral. Tweets that he had sent out when he was in high school back in 2012 and 2013 were unearthed. Oh, by the way, the night of the draft. Someone says, I'll get even with you, Josh Allen. You don't think it was anybody associated with the Cardinals he, hoping he'd slip, do you? It was, it was Laramie Tunsil who said, listen, people just talk about the gas mask, man. I got to do something else. So Josh Allen had these tweets made public, even though they were scrubbed from his account. They were very racially offensive. He tweeted the N-word multiple times to someone. I don't think you blanks want a troubled son. 
blank. Stay scheming. Blank's trying to get at me. About to show up these blanks at Pong. He also responded to a question that looked like it was asked of him in 2013, saying, if it ain't white, it ain't right, which is actually a quote from Modern Family. So here he is now quoting Phil Dunphy from an episode. He also tweeted out, hail blanks, H-E-I-L, like it was hail Hitler, with an emoji of a woman with her hand up, which would have been the Nazi salute. These were all things he put out when he was in high school. He went through his account, scrubbed them, thought he scrubbed them, thought he got rid of them. They were still there. They were made public. After he was selected by the Buffalo Bills, who moved up to get him, he was on Fox Sports Radio, and he addressed those reports from today as he wants to move on. You know, I was sitting down at dinner with my family. It was my girlfriend's birthday, and uh, I had a couple buddies say, you might want to delete this, and I looked on my phone, and it was going crazy. Obviously, some stuff that happened a few, I mean, five to six years ago when I was a a 15-year-old kid. Uh, They came back to bite me. Um, You know, that's not who I am. Uh, I definitely, you know, have more character than that. I think my teammates that I've had in the past few years can attest to that. Here's what it is for Josh Allen. Is it racist? Yeah, it's racist. And and, and the, the Hitler stuff was crazy. Is it stupid? It's incredibly stupid. But seeing these tweets, and these are, you know, him going back and forth with people and using the N-word, he didn't put the R at the end, which is a different which is a difference. You know, it's 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 a difference of doing that in how you want that word to be accepted by somebody. He was kind of thrown around like Many people believe because they go and watch Pulp Fiction too many times or they see a movie and they think, you know what, I can talk just like this. It doesn't matter if I'm white. I can say things like this. I'm not being offensive. I just want to sound cool because that's exactly how it comes across to me is that he's trying to sound cool and doesn't realize that, you know what, I'm sorry, just because you're young and you think you're hip. Talking like this is not acceptable. And, And it's a horrible reflection on you. It's a horrible reflection on the, your, your family and your friends and, and everybody because this is who people think you are. It was a horrible mistake, and he was stupid. But I see it more as I was, I was so incredibly dumb to try to be cool than it was being out-and-out out racist because I think if he was really that way, we'd have found out. There would have been – they unearthed everything about people right before the draft. You found out everything. If he really was that bad – I'm pretty sure that would have come up. Well, with all the interviews they do and all the background materials, each team hiring private investigators, if you're going to invest that kind of money, those kind of millions of dollars with your franchise, particularly when you get to the quarterback position, you're investing not just the millions in the salary, but also hundreds of millions of dollars when you talk about them being in charge and all the ancillary sales and opportunities that come from it. So for, for Josh Allen, these tweets getting out going back to 2012, I think we're the earliest of them. Certainly, it, it raises a, a flag, and it, you kind of start thinking about at that age, you should know better. But we know that time and again, as you investigate social media accounts, there's going to be those, not necessarily words to that extreme, but certainly a, a lot of folks, if you go back in their histories, I'm sure you find some things that make you look a little bit sideways and, and cast 
aspersions. Now for Josh Allen, he's got to go and, and just be and, and live right and and what have you coming out of this. It, it certainly didn't affect his status as we talked about, right? He, as yeah, we were on yesterday. He would have went wherever he went. I, I, I don't right. there's no way the Browns said, boy, I really don't know between Mayfield and Allen's at all. But what about these tweets no. with Josh Allen? Okay, no, we're not taking him. No, he still would have fallen to where yeah, he fell no. to and the Bills went up to get him. So it's not like if anybody really right. had concerns, well, we're not going to move up. The Bills would have tried to wait and taken Lamar Jackson or somebody else. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. The number one overall pick in the draft. How do we feel about this? With the first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield, quarterback, Oklahoma. I don't like it. I don't like it because I feel like the Browns talked themselves into Baker Mayfield. Okay. There was never any talk about Baker Mayfield at all until he started doing his interviews. And then the Jets really liked him. They made that trade from six to three because they thought we're going to get Baker Mayfield. All right. Now we know no matter what happens in the draft, if we go up to three, we're most likely going to get Baker Mayfield. Maybe we get somebody else, but we'll get Mayfield. That was the guy. That well, he's was, at least one of the guys you, you, right. you would be able to choose from. you got to be happy to right? get a guy. Yeah. yeah, if there's three quarterbacks at the time, it was Darnold and Rosen and, and him and and uh, and Josh Allen, but we get to three, we're going to get our guy. And then it started rolling downhill, and then Baker Mayfield's persona took over, his personality, this, I'm not afraid of anything, and I'll grab my crotch and plant my flag, and you know that can either be polarizing or endearing, but it doesn't change anything he did on the field. It's just, oh, I got to meet him, and now with this attitude, oh, wow, now I'm kind of enamored by him. Nobody else wanted him that high, but everybody fell in love with him because of his interviews. The Broncos loved him. If he was there at five, John Elway would have got him, but you know what? Every time somebody says we fall in love with a guy during the interviews, I say, look at Robert Griffin III, because that's exactly what happened. Everybody fell in love with him. What a great guy. He's so smart. All of this. Everybody fawned all over him. We got to go get RG3. And look where he is now. He's in the Ravens quarterback room with Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco trying to jumpstart his career. The Browns talked themselves into Baker Mayfield at number one. And then they go out and they don't get another... They don't get a running back slash. They don't get a combination of power where they could have taken a quarterback and they could have gotten a chub or they could have got. They could have done something like that. I'm just not a fan. Baker Mayfield could wind up being really good. I think his ceiling is maybe a better Chad Pennington because he's smaller, but he's accurate, has a stronger arm. But he could also just wind up being a guy. Right, good and accuracy, strong arm against some bad defensive competition, shall we say. But when you pair him with, with Denzel Ward, now it's the larger question because uh, Ward seen as a reach in that slot as yes, well. You're leaving, I... leaving Chubb still on the board. He eventually goes to Denver. So questions with, with Mayfield as we go forward and Cleveland Browns fans still figuring out uh, how they feel on this. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. 